having a chat, having a chat with Daddy Michael on that. Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of Having a Chat with myself, Matt. Michael's here. Me, Eddie. And today we're going to be talking about university. Oh yeah. We all graduated last year. Um, 2018. That was the year we did. Well, that was when Eddie graduated from his master's degree. Stop it, stop it. Obviously graduated in 2017 from his bachelor's my degree. My bachelor's, yes. Well, me and Michael at the moment are just sitting on, with sitting on normal. Yeah, we, I mean, we're, all, we're all there with honours. We're all honourable men. Yes. We're yes. just sitting on our bachelor's degrees at the moment. Um, it's mad, stop sitting on your bachelor's degree, you'll get it bent. Oh. <laughs> what a, what a me put it in between some two books, two yeah. large books, playing it out. I think it's actually just in a drawer at the moment, oh. in the little little case they gave it to me. Yeah. yeah. So that case. Oh, it looks so shit, doesn't it? It's just like I a blue folder. Six one looks like. Uh, we, ours is just in an envelope, so it's definitely less like security. I even but... like an envelope. Ours, yeah, like a folder. Yeah, ours, yeah, it's just a blue folder. My master's one's in my room. I'll, I'll show you guys after oh, after yeah. the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Touch it. I'm never going to get yeah, one myself. Yeah. Um, so, should actually, should we just say what we have degrees in? That's a good start. I've got a degree in geology. I have a degree in digital music and sound art. And I did history. What, what is your master's degree different? Is it history again? Or is Contemporary it... history. Oh. Yes. And then next I'm going to do now history and then I'm going to do future history. I'm just going to get more and more... <laughs> now history. ...into the future. <laughs> I did actually have a module called History of Now, which just seemed like a huge oxymoron to all of us in the class. But yeah. Yeah. It was fine. Well, we're going to talk about uni, which is just sort of whatever we, we feel like bringing up of our... Of our three slash four years. And get emotional okay. during this, you know. It's going to be worse yeah. than the World Cup episode. we <laughs> <laughs> start with, with how we met. Um, and me and Michael met first. Yeah, um, that's true. We met uh, at the beginning of my first year of university. No, not the beginning, but midway through. Sorry. Yeah. It was, pretty, in, it was in January. Far. Was it in January? It was around January. So. so I was part of the Brighton University Drama Society. Yeah. And the current director and our friend Jordan, um, who was on the same course as Michael, oh yeah, roped Michael in to do the sound. Uh-huh. I mean, you can probably talk about this more because I didn't really know either. Jordan of you. roped me in to do the sound because he was directing the play, and uh, yeah, I, I did the sound for yeah. the, the play, which was Midsummer Night's Dream. It was indeed. I was Lysander. Yeah, and I remember you coming in. Wearing a baseball cap. I was wearing a baseball cap. I was going to say about that hat I was wearing. I was really into it at the time. Yeah. I remember you wearing a lot of baseball caps at the time. I did, yeah. That was my thing for a little while. But we didn't really talk that much. I mean, I was quite new in the society, so I sort of didn't know everyone. So one new person, it wasn't... Yeah, I mean... Straight over there and start. There's lots of people and it's all quite... It's a bit cliquey sometimes, so... Mm. It's hard to just jump straight in. So we obviously met. And then we met Eddie... I mean, Eddie went to Sussex. He wasn't even part of the drama society. I know. I just hijacked the whole. But his friend Emily joined, and your friends from Winchester back home. Mm. And then we were. I remember going to a house party at Emily's, and you were there. Yeah. And we went. We went to Little Comets very soon after that. We did. Yeah. We both independently went to that. Yeah. I went with Josh. Well, we were there together. We met. We were there together. Beforehand. We. Oh yes, we did. I remember Mm. that. Yeah. 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 Um, then I met Eddie at some time later. Yeah, after 
you know, seeing each other from afar. I, my first impression of Michael was walking into his flat, which was pretty messy. Wait, was this before Halloween? Uh, I don't know, actually. Maybe after, actually. Maybe, maybe it was maybe Halloween. the first time I spoke to you then. Okay. And you were just like, it was in your long hair days, and you were just like submerged in this giant armchair <laughs> with like tons of Pepsi cans around you, like playing Pez. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, this is jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and... You weren't as friendly as you are now, but you know everyone takes time to warm up to. I wasn't so. friendly. That's funny. No, you weren't. No, was you weren't unfriendly. I feel like always going around to that house at first. It was like, okay, I need to like kind of try a little bit, you know, to kind of seem cool. Yeah. It was like when we were like, I was kind of new to the group. We were playing like jacuzzi or whatever that name is. Oh, that game. Ah, oh, I love that game. Yeah. And then I was like, did one that kind of got a bit of a chuckle, and I was like, okay, Rush, I can relax for a bit now. People think you're cool. Yeah, yeah. But we when we met at Halloween. Uh, Eddie was wearing a wig with like Patrick. that was long and blonde and yeah. then I had long blonde hair and then there's a video of me pointing to myself and then and then pointing to Eddie and being like this guy's come dressed as me <laughs> and I called him this guy yeah which is even his name. very old to look back on now isn't it yeah. well I just knew you three as the kind of um, well I thought you were mimes but you were actually strong men I think we were strong men yeah. but we did look like mimes we'll admit that but that's fine. But yeah, I managed to just kind of uh, hijack a whole group of friends from a different uni through one friend, which is handy, because now I've got a girlfriend and some housemates from it. And yeah. It's butterfly yeah. effect, man. What it's could have been it's, different? It's the drama you know? society, mate. It's, it's it the best society. Wonders, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everyone's welcome, even if they don't go to the same uni and have no interest in being part of society. <laughs> or drama. Yes, although yeah. I never actually went to a session, which is a slight regret, but, you know, went to plenty of socials to make up for it. You did. You yeah. saw the plays. Yes, yes. Lots of plays, lots of taste buds. What was the best play as an outsider? Ooh, I liked... Some beef here, bearing in mind that I did direct two of them. Yeah, so. I'll bear that in mind, Matt, like, in my answer. <laughs> I think the one in the church, what was that again? That was Twelfth Night. Twelfth Night. That was my favourite location. Yeah, I really, I really liked it. For church. sure. Um, oh, the one they did recently was actually really good. What was that called? Oh, the... Um, um, Gaslight. Gaslight. I yeah. unfortunately couldn't see that. No, I didn't see doing... Gaslight either, did I? No, that, that was pretty good. Um, I like the one they did before that, the, um, the government's Bears, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was good. I liked... That was in Salas Benny, right? Was that nice. was, yes. Yeah, I like. My favourite is probably big still the, the first one I did, just it was all quite new and exciting. Which one was that? The uh, Midsummer Night's Dream. That was some good performance. Yeah, no, I wasn't there for Yeah, before your time. So what, you... was the, what was the Salas Benny one before Twelve Night? Frankenstein. Frankenstein. That was my, my introduction into it. Yeah. And that was really good. I enjoyed that a lot. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Great job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, they've all been pretty on point, really. Mm-hmm. I don't get to go to as much theatre as I like to because it costs money, so it's nice being able to go to concessions yeah. uh, <laughs> shows <laughs> yeah. where I get to wiggle in. But yeah. So, shall we move on maybe to something else about uni? I mean, Eddie, you said you wanted to talk about all the... Uh, Houses you'd lived in. Yeah, I don't know about you guys. I get quite like nostalgic, sentimental person as it is. We all are really in some way. Yeah. I regularly walk past my third year house to get to Kira's, and I've also delivered to my last year house. Yeah. So it's just like constantly in my face, like these kind of past memories, which is quite nice because they're good memories. But it's weird having all. I kind of associate each house with like obviously a year, and then like all the memories that come with that. Yeah, it's just weird thinking back to it when you walk past them. I've actually got one of my worst rooms, right? <laughs> Having, like, left uni, I've now got this covered. But my first year room, I remember there were three of the 12. I was in a really crappy halls. It was, like, 
just like one of the cheapest ones. Which one was it? It was Park Village. Okay. Um, yeah, I know nothing about yeah. The only one I knew was... Um, None of them were famous. East really. Slope. East Slope, yeah. notorious for being shit. Yeah, it was. But even East Slope had like a dining table and like places like that. Whereas East ours, Slope, like, yeah. we kind of sat like... Yeah, but that was East Slope, the accommodation as well. Is that a different place? Well, it's next to East Slope Bar. That's what I meant. Yeah. You got the bar right there. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Uh... Yeah, and ours, we'd like to, like, if we wanted to, like, have a communal meal, we had, like, these crates and then, like, this plank of wood we found outside, and that was, like, our dining table. That's what we had, like, right. that yeah. one. Uh, or we'd just, like, sit in our rooms, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I think, like, three of the 12 rooms were, like, disabled rooms, so they were, like, double the size, and I had one of those. And it backed onto the, the downs, so I had this beautiful view from my desk. And I, I don't think I've really um, had anything that good since then. My third year room was massive, but it was in the basement, so it was just really, like, dingy and dark and stuff, mm. so. I don't know. My first year room was also my best. I had to shower in it. That's insane. Were you, were you in halls first year? No, I didn't get into halls. We just got a house. Um, there was four, five of us. There was five of us. Um, and yeah, there was like, I somehow managed to get this really big room. With, yeah, so I had like a shower and a sink and not a toilet. I had to go outside for the toilet. That's a shame. <laughs> yeah. That's a, I remember being a house once where this girl had a shower in her room and we were like, that is so sick. Like, you can just like shower in your room. We, we asked her if she liked it and she was like, no, it's awful because the mould is just terrible. There was mould to be so, fair. But, yeah. but I don't know, it was kind of so, tight. Yeah, definitely advantages. But I came straight from home so obviously I didn't really appreciate that most student rooms were tiny and shit. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't had a Did big room since Yeah, so I got in, well, I originally didn't and then I just couldn't find anywhere to live and I went to the the housing people mm. and like I can't find anywhere to live mm. and the guy took my name down literally the day later like so these people drop out of halls all the time right. and I was top of his list so he just rung me up and said oh we've got this room Decent. and he could have said anything I would have taken it yeah, yeah, and he was yeah. like oh yeah it'll be catered it'll be here I was like yeah whatever mate it was like, catered I'll have it yeah so yeah. it was catered which so I used to, it was at Varley Park it was in Selsey so Varley Park's kind of annoying because it's sort of in the middle of like right on the edge of Brighton yeah, is that um, no, 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 it's, no. It's, it's before you go to Falmer. Oh. Like, if you're, if you're on the 25 mm-hmm. and you go to Sussex, mm-hmm. just as, like, you leave sort of Brighton where there's, like, buildings, you turn left up there. It's before you go and there's, like, just a bit where there's no just, oh, like, okay. trees and stuff. Yeah. So it's, like, right on the edge of Brighton. If you want to go anywhere, you have to get the bus. Yeah. Um, or cycle, which I did a bit. So that's kind of annoying. And then it was catered, but it was only catered um, Monday to Friday. And I never had the breakfast because I was never up in time. Yeah. Um, I had the evening meal, which was all right. It was fine. Um, but like weekends, you still had to like cook for yourself and it's quite expensive. It's kind of annoying. Um, and because there was nowhere shops nearby that were very good, often on like a Sunday evening, I just have no food and have to go to like the takeaway down the road. Yeah. Just yeah. get like fish and chips or not, something. Not the worst sitch in the world. It was not there at the end of the world, but that happened like quite a lot of times. I'd be yeah, sitting there yeah. like Sunday evening, like I have nothing to eat. Were there no shops like by the combination? Yeah, well, there was a, there was no shop. There was no u, there was no like uni shop, which mm. I didn't get why. There was like eight hundred students there. Yeah, they just had a shop that sold like frozen pizzas and sandwiches. They would oh, make yeah. loads of money. Um, but the room itself was all right. So it was a single bed, but it was quite a large room. There was like a lot of space, mm. so it was quite good. You had like the bed in one corner, desk <clears> in another, and there was just I quite like having a room that just has some space. Yeah, mine was the same. So I don't feel like cramped in the room yeah, yeah yeah and then it had a um, had a basin in the room which was alright but shower and toilet were obviously but they were like right next to to my room yeah, so that yeah. was okay it was alright like they were quite old halls but they were sort of alright ones like the room was big which I liked because I didn't really get well I didn't dislike my housemates but I wasn't friends with them so yeah I was, was going to say did you guys have any interesting characters in your uh, 
first year I mean, accommodation. No, we had one girl who moved in on the first day and then just moved out. Oh, right. So she was called Imogen. She moved in, seemed all right. It was all too much for her. Well, she moved, and then her boyfriend lived in Brighton and then she was like, and her boyfriend looked like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Like, so much. We were, I remember talking to this other guy who was from Egypt and I was like, do you know Scooby-Doo? And he was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Oh yeah, he looks like yeah. You everyone agree like, like the, Egypt, the Egyptian, Egyptian guy, the girl from Greece. Everyone was like, yeah, he looks like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Um, and then she just like decided to move out uh-huh. like on that day. So her room was empty for like half a year before they got some other guy in. Who was this? I think he, I think he was Ethiopian. Mm. I think he was called Zero. But yeah, I literally Zero. have I literally yeah. saw him twice. It's like a hundred. I games never now. ever saw him. And yeah. a lot that I, I didn't hang out with my other like housemates but I still saw them yeah, yeah like yeah. I still see them coming and going or like just around literally never saw him we had like one elusive guy called ah oh, it began with W what was it <laughs> um, it was like a funny name I'll come back to him I guess but we had well obviously you know everyone's got like international guys who are like nice but you don't see them as much so like we had a Japanese guy called Yo presumably that was just the name he'd chosen that was yeah. like a great name and then there was Manish, who used to just absolutely stink out the entire flat cooking his curries, which, like, did work quite, did smell quite petting, but equally, like, stunk the place you out. You never share? Uh, no, we didn't really get that tight. I had the odd chat with him about India, which was kind of fun, but never, like, can I have one of your curries? Because we <laughs> get to that stage. And then, oh, what's that guy's name? But anyway, he used to kind of just, like, bless me, he was a nice guy, but he just kind of, like, slowly kind of retreated from any kind of flat socialisation and then... He'd just have his window like wide open, like all throughout like the bitter winter, it would always be wide open. And I remember I walked past the following year and like the window was shut and I was like, this is so bizarre. But he used to just like, his room would just be like tons of like Domino's boxes and like, I think he'd sometimes just like down vodka. Wow. And I was like, are you okay? But I saw him walking about the following year, so he must have, I hope you're right and getting on with your life if you're listening. Whatever your name was, <laughs> with W. Uh, my halls, we didn't have. So there's three girls. There's one, one Cypriot, one Greek, and then one just English girl, and they became really good friends. And I mean, I, I didn't mind any of them. But they became really good friends. Then there was a guy called Matt, who was quite skater. Mm. He was alright. I feel like I should have been better friends with him, but I just sort of didn't. Same name. Um, yeah. Had that coming. But he 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 became really good friends with the guys next door. Uh, there was a girl called Rose who was arty. I probably got her with her the best. She was alright. And then there was a guy called Ibrahim who was uh-huh. Egyptian. And originally I sort of thought, oh yeah, I could be quite good friends with him. Because we talk about football. And Scooby-Doo. And Scooby-Doo, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, he just wouldn't talk about... Um, he wouldn't bring up new topics of conversation. So we'd be talking about... This was the season that Leicester won the Premier League. Mm. And I remember we'd be sitting there talking about, like, oh, do you think Leicester are going to do it? Like, what do you think is going to happen? Mm. And then once that sort of petered to an end, he'd never go... Because he supported Manchester United. He'd never go, oh, did you watch the Manchester United game? Or, oh, what do you think of this? He'd just sit there and just wait for me uh, to, like, right. bring up a new topic of conversation. Yeah. Or, like, I'd all talk to him about Egypt and, like, ask him about, like, what his family did and, like, why he came to, why he came to Union England. And he'd respond, but he'd never bring up... So it was, like, really hard work having to talk to him. Was his English fine? Yeah, yeah, he spoke yeah. great English. There was no, no... no, He wasn't like he couldn't communicate to me. He just sort of never... Abraham liked his silence. Yeah. So, I mean, he was a nice guy. I remember one time, this was really odd, I saw him outside a Mifras house because yeah. he did business. And, like, I was kind of happy to just sort of give him a wave and walk on by. But he stopped. So I stopped. 
and then didn't. and he just didn't say anything <laughs> so I had that had to be oh you know how's it going man like oh how's uni and he's like oh yeah it's fine you know just doing assignments or whatever but but you stopped <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I, was happy. I had someone to be I was happy to just be oh hey man nice to see you and just you know keep going but he stopped and then just said nothing <laughs> and it was just really awkward I hate seeing people I know in the street yeah. if you listen to this and you know me and you see me in the street cross the road <laughs> do not approach me Okay, I'll do that <laughs> next time. It is awful. It's like, yeah, you, you're on the fence between whether to stop or not. Yeah. And one person goes to stop and then sees you're not and carries mm-hmm. on. And then you go to stop and they've already gone. And the whole thing is just stressful. It's awful. It's, it's even worse than just when you're like trying to figure out with a stranger which, where, which person's going to go which way, which I feel like happens to me like several oh, times daily time. and it just annoys me all the I, time. I keep saying to myself after it's happened it's like Michael you just need to pick one side and go yeah, but then you do and you both commit and then you just bump heads or something and it's awful I don't think you'll ever walk straight into each other I think you just have to go that one side commit I think that's part of it if someone commits it's um, sometimes I get a bit annoyed <clears> when say like there's two people trying to go through a door and both people are trying to be like really overly polite sometimes I'll just be no no I'll just walk through the door and then you can walk through the door afterwards mm. and we'll just mm. get on with where we're going. It's <laughs> kind of constant like, oh no, no, you go. Yeah, yeah. No, you, no. Oh, but please. But if one like, of us just went straight away, we'd both be through the door. You'd both get where you're going. And on our way. What I always do is um, take out one earphone just in case they want to talk to me. Well, I, oh, often, yeah, have, I often have headphones on so I sort of have to like move on to the side. <laughs> That's awkward, yeah. yeah. One whole month. <laughs> yeah. If I've got headphones on, I'd be like, nothing I can do. Yeah. If someone says, even if they stop and they try and talk to me, I'm just like headphones. Yeah, but if you look at them and make eye contact, you can't just you can't just be like, no, not talking <laughs> to you. Bye. Yeah. It's particularly bad with uni because you make friends in first year, and it's like yeah. if you make no further contact with these people, there, there's a point where like your hellos on the street expire. Like you're not gonna say hi to some guy from first year like three years later. Sure. But if you see them on a night out and speak to them briefly that kind of renews the subscription a little bit and you can start yeah. kind of yeah. saying hi again without it being weird. Yeah, that so. literally last night um, yeah. with my brother's friend, Shum is not a big podcast listener, so I can talk about him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who, um, Hopefully Abraham's the same. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think I have him on Facebook, so I mean, you might have seen my, my share. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> well, um, yes, there's this guy that lived with my brother. So I, I met him, so I knew him for a few years when I first started living here. But then it was like my brother's birthday drinks last night, so I went to that, ran into this guy, and then we were, he was like, oh, I was like, oh, I haven't seen you in ages. He's like, well, yeah, I mean, I see you in the street all the time. <laughs> I was like, thinking to my head, like, yeah, I see you in the street all the time as well, but don't bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you enjoyed waitress the other day, didn't you, Michael? Yeah, so you yeah, 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 I'm pretty sure we went into a... Was that with you? And we went into a shop to we avoid did, someone. Recently. Yeah, yeah, we did go into a shop to avoid someone. Somebody that and then they came well. off the shop. Oh. Yeah. And, and we made a swift exit. Yeah, 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 maybe. It, it wasn't even hard. someone you disliked. It, it was, was someone that I like, but it was someone that the, the last it, time I seen them, it was also in the street, and it's like, you, you know, you don't want to. It's just not enough have a content to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't just have a street friend. <laughs> it's not enough. It's not enough. <laughs> So, um, shall we move on to... I want to talk about some trips, because I did geology, trips. and uh, over the course of geology, you go on quite a few trips, because oh, it's yeah. really important to do field work. Um, so I went on two in first year, two in second year, uh, one for my dissertation, and then another one in third year. But the one I really want to talk about is the one to Spain. 
oh, yeah. which was the first trip of second year. So it was the third trip we'd been on. I don't realise you've been on so many, to be fair. We are on list of you <laughs> we went to, just quickly, Pembrokeshire uh-huh. uh, in Wales, then we went to Yorkshire, then we went to South of Spain, then we went to Anglesey, and then I went to the Isle of Arran for my dissertation, but obviously that changed based on people where people went, and then we went to Cyprus. Nice. Um, where are the history chips, man? Jesus. Yeah. There's just field work's just genuinely really important. Yeah. So, there you go. But when we went to Spain, not only was it really nice, because we were in the South of Spain, Europe's only desert when it was really raining mm-hmm. and rubbish in November in Brighton, in yeah. England. But it was like 22 degrees, clear blue skies, nice. really nice. But I wanted to talk about one thing that was sort of a story, that when uh, one of the nights was a guy, Gabriel, it was his, I think his, maybe his 22nd birthday? Maybe his 21st. Um, it was his birthday, and our course was like generally quite good mates. So most people are in the hostel bar. We're in like a big hostel, but we're the only group in there getting really drunk. People, I wasn't just to be clarified, but <laughs> people were getting really drunk. Um, that they drank all the beer behind the bar, they drank like all the vodka, people were having to like move on to like um, whiskey and like some weird like local spirit. Yeah. I was like the only thing's left. Um, then eventually about two o'clock, the manager just sort of like kind of kicks us all out because he just want, doesn't want us to like ruin his pool tables and oh, get too course. drunk. And then we go upstairs and you can tell because it was at the time that Will Griggs on fire was like really big. <laughs> And everyone's just like singing Will Groove's on fire, like going upstairs. Yeah. We go into one of the rooms, everyone's like pissing about. The le- senior lecturer like comes in, starts shouting at everyone, it's like, go to bed. <laughs> like the two um, PhD students who are like, kind of in like the middle ground of like helping us, but they're not like lecturers. Yeah. They're kind of in there as well, looking really like sheepish. Yeah, yeah. Um, everyone goes to bed, and then I sort of, we go to sleep, and two of the room I was in, there was seven of us and three of my mates were really fucking drunk and they were about to pay my friend 10 euros to get in the shower fully clothed and I was just I went in there put a fucking stop to that because I could not be bothered to have a really really drunk Will at like three in the morning just like wet and I was like no no just go to bed guys then about six o'clock in the morning I wake up and at the corner about the end of my bed like someone's pissing and I was like I thought it was my friend Ross like Ross Ross, what are you doing? What's going on? And then I realise, like, no response. And then I realise it's not Ross. It's Tom. And so Tom then goes out into the hallway and starts, I, I follow him out and he's, like, pissing in the hallway. And I was like, Tom, like, get in the bathroom. He, like, turns around and looks at me like I'm being a real prick. And he's like, all right, mate. Okay, Jesus. Right, goes in, I assume, like, goes to the toilet, goes back to bed. Now, I was worried because where he'd pissed, was like really close to where this guy Martin had kept his stuff and Martin was played wanker and like if he pissed on my stuff or like one of the other guys stuff it would have been annoying but we would have like kind of gone around there but Martin would have been like really really (laughs) pissed off and really arty about it but I turned the light on and he hasn't he's just like pissed in the corner it's like tiles so at that point I was actually alright with it it could have been so much worse (laughs) but actually it was it wasn't too bad I turned the light on I get a little toilet roll start cleaning up the three other guys in the room who aren't like really drunk so it's um, Harry and James these two guys and then Martin Martin wakes up and starts going like but we need to tell the lecturers <laughs> no we don't what are they, what are they, they going to do <laughs> they're going to wake up say you guys are idiots clean it up and then go back to bed so eventually we persuade him that he doesn't need to go and run off and tell the lecturers <laughs> well, I'm, and then he's complaining about how that, like they've had all the fun while we're having to clean it up well, what he meant was, I'm having to clean it up 
because he was just sitting on his bed yeah, doing yeah, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm cleaning up. Two other guys start helping. They like go downstairs to get like more toilet roll, clean up most of it. So um, And then like a bit later, like Tom wakes up and realizes like, are they talking about me? Did I do that? Wakes up, kind of offers to clean up. We've already done it. Yeah. We went back to bed then got up about seven and um, went, I said, Tom and Will, who spoke a bit of Spanish, to go and find the cleaner and just be like, can we have the mop? Like, we spilled some coke curler on the floor. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Like, we'll clean it up. We've got it. We we'll clean it all up. It's fine. It's actually, by, like, half seven, everything's fine. Um, and then, obviously... Wait, then, in the morning? Yeah, in the morning. So you're cleaning during the night at this point? Yeah, yeah like, no, it, was like, it was, like, really early morning. Right, okay, yeah. When we were, like, cleaning. So we went out to bed for, like, another couple of hours. You've got to get it sorted, I suppose. Yeah, we'll just leave it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Martin would not stand for that. And then we got in, um, and then we got on the coach, and like everyone is like massively hanging. And I'm sitting next to Tom. Tom's got a bag, because he's like ready to be sick. Oh, a guy in the back of the coach is like, oh, I'm going to be sick. Like, has anyone got a bag? So Tom gives him his bag, and then we literally get about one minute away from stopping, and Tom's got his hard hat to like be sick in. And I'm sitting next to him. I'm, I'm next to the window, so I'm trapped in the window and Tom. Oh, Tom is sick into the hard hat. But you know, hard hats have holes in the top, <laughs> so it all just comes out the bottom. Um, and I'm sitting there, oh my god, don't look like this, that's just grim. Um, Tom then, like, wakes. Is this Tom that you live with, sorry? Yeah, this is the guy I used to live with, yeah. yeah, Tom's, yeah. Tom Hyde. Yeah. Tom Hyde. Um, <coughs> and he, like, obviously, then get off the coach. Like, literally, it's like one minute before we get off the coach, so we get off the coach. Tom, like, tries to clean it up. Like, the coach driver's actually okay about it. Like, well, he's not, not, like, happy, but he's like, oh, no, it's okay. Like, yeah, I'll just get the cleaning stuff out. Like, I'll clean it up. Like, Tom had, tr- like, Tom had, like, cleaned it up a bit. Um, then we sort of start... Tom has to take his T-shirt off because it's covered in sick. And then Will gives him his jumper. So he's just wearing, like, a jumper with, like, nothing underneath it. And we start walking in the sun, like, up to a hill. And then, obviously, Tom's, like, not feeling well. So the le- one of the lecturers, who just find all of this funny... Like, they, yeah. they know about him. They all just find it funny. They're not annoyed <laughs> at him. They, we all sort of get to the first bit, and they're like, Tom, if you want to just, like, sit down. Like, sits down sort of, like, under a little, like, kind of overhang rock in, like, the shade. Mm-hmm. We all sort of walk off a bit to go and look at something else. And then he sort of sits there. And, and he, he shits. Of, well, no. No, <laughs> he opened his eyes, and he was just surrounded by goats. Because a goat herder was, like, coming through the area. And he was just sitting there, like, massively hungover, like, feeling really well, and just surrounded by all these goats. <laughs> And then eventually, obviously, the goats moved on and we came back and he just sort of didn't really do a lot that day. That's jarring. Goats are scary. Especially up close. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is a real fun. Wowie. Poor fella. Went through the walls. Yeah. That's jokes. Yeah. What a trip for Tom. A holiday from hell, you could say. A holiday from hell. Yeah, my kind of big trip. Well, my first, like, holiday I did with, like, a uni friend. With my friend Miles and his girlfriend at the time. And we went to Amsterdam. Because he kind of... I don't know, Miles is a bit of a sucker, he loves kind of like, he's the kind of person who would have got sucked into Fire Festival, you know what I mean, like, the, <laughs> that kind of promo would definitely appeal, so we, we end up going to this like festival, is what it's called in Amsterdam, and we get there and get like, uh, I, don't even, I think we must have picked up a wristband, and this, this was like the first, it's like my first taste of a student loan, so naturally I'm like, well I'm going to blow all this on a holiday obviously, mm. so we go and then spend all the money on the, this thing, and then it just turns out to be a load of really like, crappy club, club nights that just like aren't good and mm. like the one 
to be fair, Amsterdam, like beautiful place. So at least like yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't a history trip, but I did manage to go to the Rijks Museum or the Rijks Museum, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, so you know, I got my own little taste of history while I was there. But like the one like good club night of this supposed festival, we we were at, and you know, we just just got some doubles in. We're feeling good, feeling fine. Um, and I feel like we I think we had yeah my. My, my mate's girlfriend started feeling really unwell and like ran off and stuff so and I was like well I've just got like two double G&T's and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna waste my money I'm gonna just stay here finish my boots and then leave so I walk around by myself and then this like really like really massive guy starts well like kind of like I think, well, not like stocky but like tall just starts like chatting to me and I've got my hood up because I'm trying to like keep myself to myself because I'm in like you know unknown city trying to get back to the hostel by myself and he starts chatting to me and he's like, hey man, you like you remind me of a friend of mine, you know, he's always walking around with his hood up, he looks like you, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool, yeah, yeah. And like, I'm like trying to be like friendly whilst, you know, not getting too enticed into whatever. And then, and then he kind of, um, he just gets chatting to me more. And it's all a bit hazy because I was a bit drunk, but he, he kind of like, he's like, oh, I've got these friends, like you should come along to like this, we're having this party. And I'm like, oh God, I really just want to go back in my bed safe and sound but you know I was an impressionable first year first year I was struggling to kind of say no to anything mm-hmm. and it kind of the more I like look up I'm kind of lost and he's kind of led me into like further and further secluded areas I kind of agreed to go along to this thing so I'm like okay maybe I can like socialize with these people for like 20 minutes and then I'll be able to leave without this guy badgering me anymore mm-hmm. um, and then He's like asking me if I want to buy some coke off him, and I'm like, to be honest, mate, I'm fine. You know, Euro's looking a little bit low. I reckon I'll be alright. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, come on, man, come along to the thing. You know, we'll get some coke and it'll be amazing. I'm like, right, okay. And then I'm li- at this point, I'm panicking a bit. And I'm like, I need, to, I need to get out of here. Let's go. So I, try, I fake this phone call to my friend. I just get my phone out and I literally hold it up to my face. I'm like. Oh yeah, man. I'm just talking to this guy, but you know, I'm. I'm oh yeah, you what? What you need me to come back, dude? Oh right, okay. I'll come. Okay, I'll come back. So then I tell the guy like, oh, I need to go back to the hostel, and he's like, oh no, just just come for a little bit, man. Just come for a little bit. So I'm like, Jesus Christ! And he was just like, I've got to emphasize the fact that he was very tall. Yeah, okay, <laughs> and I'm reasonably tall, but you know, not a big person. And he's like leading me down, and I realize now I'm literally like. I, there's just no one else around at all, and I'm like, mate, like I really need to go. Like, sorry, I'm not gonna be able to come along to this thing. And he's like, so you're backing out the deal then? I'm like, what? And he's <laughs> like, for the coke. You said you're gonna buy the coke. And I was like, oh. And he's like, you're backing out the deal. You need to pay. And I'm like, I don't really, I didn't really want any of this, man. And at this point, he's like, his tone, like he was so friendly up until at this point. Now, like his tone has changed. He has snapped. He's like leaning over me. He's like, you need to pay up, and he's like pushing me on the chest and stuff. Oh, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I just want to get out of this alive now. And I'm just like, you know me, I'm not up for a fight. Yeah. You know, let, not with this guy especially. <laughs> so I, I'm giving this guy like fifty euros just oh, to like man. let me walk away in a proper like mark from peep show moment where I'm oh, like paid sure. someone not to mug me basically yeah and then I eventually get back to the hostel I must have google maps there and I walk in and like there my friends are asleep and I'm like guys I've just I've just like sort of been mugged yeah. <laughs> for like a voluntary mugging <laughs> <laughs> and my mate just wakes up and it's like oh oh shit man oh that that sucks and then just like goes back to sleep <laughs> <laughs> like, this is awful, but. but apart from that Amsterdam 
great place, and I at least got a little dose of history while I was there. But that truly sounds like a holiday from hell. Holiday from hell, yeah. The best part was cycling. We did some cycling around um, rural Amsterdam, which was beautiful. Oh, good. I never went to rural Amsterdam. This time for my Amsterdam story. I'll set up my Amsterdam Boom. story by Michael McKeon. Wow, I'm really, I'm hyped. I'm hooked already. So before the sound art days, uh, I used to study architecture. My first year of uni, I was doing architecture. And then uh, went on this trip around Europe that ended up in Amsterdam. It was pretty early on, so I was with some guys that I kind of made friends with, didn't know that well. This was all a big bonding experience. It was real nice. And then there was one point where it was just me and this one guy, and uh, it was probably like, you know, some of our first solo time together. No idea where everyone else had gone, but it was just the two of us wandering the streets. And this guy was real horny. He it's it found me to be someone that he could tell things to. A real dirty dog. He was a dirty dog. Yeah. He was confiding in me that he'd only had sex once, very briefly, at like a party. And, uh, you know, he'd like yeah. to have some sex again. And walking around Amsterdam, seeing all these ladies in windows with the red lights had really got him wanting some sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I was like... Wait, sorry, where was he from? England. England. Wait, so you, wait, sorry, I, I zoned out. Did you miss... You met him on the street? Or you knew... This is he did architecture with me. Oh, okay. He's a sorry. friend of mine still, I'd say. Okay, sorry. I'd probably, sorry. if I saw him in the street, I'd probably cross the street. He doesn't live in Brighton anymore. <laughs> it's it's like the friendship scale is like... Across yeah, the street, I really, say hi. Well, I doubt he's listening to this for stars. Um, but he, he was a nice guy. Anyway. He's getting, <laughs> he's getting a story. He'll be <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to say his name. So that's something. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm walking around with this guy. And he's telling me about his sexual experience and stuff. And then he was saying to me that, like, he wants to have sex with one of these prostitutes in the window. And I was like, yeah, I thought he was joking at first. And I was like, wait, you, you would actually do it? Like, do you know how much it costs? Like, how much money? He's like, yeah, I've got like, got like 150 euros left. <laughs> I've got a quote. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like... It's been we, shopping around. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've been walking around and then we kind of got back to the... <laughs> coupon. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, we got back to the hostel and... I was, you know, that was just like, I thought that was just a walking around day, but it was, we got back and it was like, all right, there's nothing happening here. It's still pretty early. I want to go and have sex with a prostitute. And I was like, all right, I will come with you. Awkwardly sit in the waiting room. Yeah, and he yeah. said that he'd, when he'd been walking around, he picked out one he liked. <laughs> it was real grimy. And, um, and so we went, we went back out into the streets and he, um, and then he, he went back to his lady. I was like, you know, I was real squeamish. I was like, as soon as he just was ready to go and approach, I was like, kind of make sure he got to the door again and just like walked away. Yeah, for like, like first year you and first year me in Amsterdam were two very similar people. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was ready to get mugged at any point. Yeah. Um, but I walked around for like, I was like, I don't know, I'll be back here in like 20 minutes, I guess. <laughs> I didn't know what was going to happen, yeah. yeah. Um, and then did you see the the um the lady he went with? I mean, I suppose so, but I don't really remember. Yeah. This was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I just yeah, I remember there being lots of ladies in the windows. You know how it's like a little panel. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of aware of what it is, but I've never actually been. Never well, been I, I only went to the red light district during the day. I don't know why, but even then, I found it like 
maybe even more depressing because oh, it was like it was during really the day and they were kind of sure. and it's just like yeah like a lady like against the glass window just like you know, like do, making that doing her thing yeah a lot of a lot of eye contact I find it quite scary to me it's not alluring at all but this guy he did not find it scary and then I kind of went away for a little walk mm-hmm. needed to piss and I went to one of those things uh, I don't know if you remember these but they've got like little panels that you, it's like a little it's like an outdoor toilet and you just kind of it's on the, in the street and you just kind of go in and then you're all protected from view but oh, then you're okay. just pissing in the street really oh, right. I guess there's a hole or something organised piss that all either. <laughs> yeah. and I remember thinking like this is gross and then I remember what my friend was doing I was like it's not that gross and then <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, I came out of there, and then, yeah, probably like 20 minutes later, I just ended up running into him on the street. Oh, right. Like, again, like outside, and then he was so gassed. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, right, just tell me He was like, yeah, man, it was great. Like, I think <laughs> um, I think it was more money than he thought it was going to be, maybe. Like, right. cause, uh, there was like some sort of pimp involved. He forgot his coupon. Yeah, yeah. there was yeah. like. <laughs> I think there was, like, a guy, like, kind of behind, like, a screen or whatever that was kind of, yeah, you know, I'm real shady on the, the details, but <laughs> he, ended up, he had a little, like, 15 minutes or whatever, and and then he came out looking real happy. Wow. So it's really, it's a happy story for everyone. Well, I'm glad he had a good time with it. It cost him about 150 euros or something <laughs> like that for 15 minutes. That's mad. That is, that's a lot. I hope she was magical. I hope it changed his life. Yeah. Yeah, he seemed better for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where was everyone else? You, you were just like the two amigos. You know, yeah, I had no and, idea. I don't yeah. know why I wasn't with the other people. Yeah. Probably doing Is that why you stopped more wholesome things. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, I'm out. This you is you won't much. cut out the architecture life. <laughs> no, this is, this is what they're doing. It's not for me. <laughs> wow, we. I think he ended up dropping out as well, not The curse of. <laughs> <laughs> Well, shout out that guy. I can say that I uh, I wish there were more actual uni trips, like your geology trips would have been nice. But on a single sound lab trip. Yeah, I think there were history trips during college, but I don't think I went for whatever reason. Yeah. But yeah, my field work involved going to the keep, which is this archive about two minutes walk from our campus, so not quite glamorous. Mm. No, but then our field work. I know it can be fun, but also sometimes you're walking around like the rain and the True. wind trying to work out some rocks and you just don't have a fucking clue what's going on yeah. and you've got to draw like field sketches and take measurements and you just cannot be fucked this is true at least the keep had it's not all glamour and prostitutes is it no, no it's not when it was nice and sunny and you were some mates like, we'd we talk about such random stuff because you're just out in the countryside with a couple of your mates especially if you're often you're walking between places that you need to look at yeah you're just walking around so you just talk about all sorts of stuff it'd be good fun but sometimes like when we went to the Isle of Arran like there's loads of midges you oh, guys yeah. just went to Scotland but you didn't really get affected too much by them no we survived we were there for six weeks so obviously some days it was pretty bad oh, God, yeah. and it's just like trying to actually have to write something down like, I remember the other day we didn't write anything down because you just if you stopped walking They'd be around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Should we conclude with uh, maybe just one standout thing as, you know, emotional graduates that we loved about uni that we we miss, maybe? Yeah. I miss not 
having a job. Yeah, I think we're actually going to say not working. Yeah, not working full time. Mm. That was tight, wasn't it? You just have some days where you just lie around. Do it's some the free time, work. isn't it? Yeah, free time. You could really. Time. I was really a master at. Well, I'm sure we all were really, but at kidding myself into thinking I'd done a day's work by writing like a hundred words. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just the best feeling. And they're like, right, yeah, I've earned the pub tonight now. Fantastic. Yeah, and just like going to like a big kind of happening party without feeling old. Yeah, there was a real, like, yeah. kind of, like, it's nice meeting new people now, but there was definitely, like, a greater excitement around, like, meeting new people. It was like, you know, you kind of felt like you were part of, like, a kind of... Well, yeah, I remember when, like I, narrative. when I first joined drama, it, the people at the society definitely did feel like they're a lot cooler than me. Mm. And they're quite, like, they just felt more like they would just seem to be doing, sort of, even if they weren't doing something that was that like fun and cool, but they just seemed to be like hanging around with each other all the time and just like having a good time. And I suppose that's because you only hear the positives. They're not going to say, oh, here's the, I remember that day I sat in my room and did nothing. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. they just seemed to be a lot cooler. And obviously I then got to that point where I was the president of the drama society and maybe some of the first years were like, oh, Matt, cool. Matt and Emily and Jordan who are like, you know, the senior members of the society, like, they seem really cool. Like they're constantly like, doing cool fun stuff Even but then obviously you realise that actually not that I'm not I was like oh my life was so boring but you, it was just felt a bit different that you were like oh actually yeah, they're yeah. not really doing anything that different to what I did in first year sure, yeah, they just yeah, yeah. know a bit more and yeah, yeah. they're a bit more knowledgeable of the town so they have a, they just have you just seem to have I think if people have like some opinions on stuff that you don't know yet mm. you just kind of they're so wise and yeah. cool and they know their stuff it's like when you're in primary school and the year six is seems super this works for any year like super like senior and yeah. old and then you get there and you don't feel it you just feel like yourself still mm. and that's that's where we are as young adults you know this is really po- this is a popular thing this Emily attacks adulting out at the moment from uh, in between us and uh, I'm a celeb which I have not watched but you know everyone loves talking about the struggles of being a young adult yeah. and that's where we are you know you never quite feel your age do you and I wonder when we will Wow, maybe never. Maybe never. never die. But yes, I miss killing time by just walking along the beach because I have nothing else to do. That's what I miss. Why don't you do that today? You don't have to do. I've got work to do, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got rent to pay these days. Yeah. I think I'm managing to kind of postpone it a bit by getting an pair. Yeah. I'm going to have quite a lot of time to just... And like the thing is, when I'm not working, I will have like actually like nothing to do. Yeah. So we all managed to postpone... Work. Nine to five, in some way, for at least a little. Well, I tried to get nine to five. I just couldn't get one. Yeah, true. No one would hire me to sit in an office looking at a computer. So maybe that was God telling me it wasn't time. Thanks, God. Shout out to God. Shout out to God for making my uni experience bless. Yeah. And that concludes season one of the podcast. Season one. Yeah. Can we say series, please, because we're British. Yeah. Series. Thanks. Especially because it's six episodes as well. That's proper British. Series one. Uh, concludes uni episode um, we were possibly going to have our friend Josh on but he stayed out very late last night and yeah. didn't come to do it and that's because he's still at uni that and he's he, still he hasn't life. graduated yet yeah. um, but he will actually have a proper job as soon as he graduates fucking Josh yeah is he going back to UI? <laughs> yes um, well done Josh good job mate well done mate this is weird because we're talking about someone who we know actually listens which is quite rare yeah, yeah. He's well listened done, to both Josh. all episodes twice, apparently. Yeah, it's a crazy Shout out, Josh. Um, yeah, so so I'm going to, to Switzerland for a year. 
as has been mentioned on the travel episode. Yeah. Um, so possibilities of doing pods have probably dipped. But we'll try and maybe try and get some more out, but I wouldn't expect any of them. Maybe we'll do an unseen to... bits at some point from, the, from our archival <laughs> yeah. recordings. How interesting that'll be. That'll be a lot of fun. Like yeah. I can, I can probably, we could probably have a, um, a whole episode based on the gaps that Michael leaves while he talks. Because <laughs> I have to edit sounds. this quite a lot to make it sound like Michael can actually form sentences <laughs> without just having huge gaps in them. Well, uh, sorry. <laughs> It's actually quite easy because you just cut out all the gaps. Yeah, yeah, you can see them in the waves. Yeah. Really weird listening back to it. I was talking really fast. I might slow down, Michael. You know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, we will wrap up there. So thank you very much for listening. If you want to share this, I would say send us a message, but you might not be able to get it in. I know of our podcast. So yeah, thanks for listening. Tell your mates to listen to it. Uh, much appreciated. Peace. Having a chat. Having a chat, having a chat with Eddie Michael and that. Boo! Hold up, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> Eddie. You can't tell me nothing. Shouldn't it be. You can't tell me nothing. Hold up, let me tell y'all something. Hold up, let me tell y'all something. I got their horses in the back. Maserati sports car. What do you feel about the time? Do you enjoy the song? I really like the original. I don't like any of the remixes. <laughs> Even Young Thug's verse is awful. I love Young Thug. You implying that Mason Ramsey's verse isn't amazing? It's the best verse on that song.